Guys, gals, gender non-binary pals, hello and welcome to another episode of the Nameless Youth Podcast. I'm your host and creator of Nameless Youth, Vanda Vizieri, and you've tuned in just in time for the intro. Um, I have no idea who she is. We just met today. She she was like, hey, I love your podcast. You're yeah, such an inspiration. Yeah, I was such a huge fan. And I, I just really wanted to get to be a part of this ex- amazing experience. I don't think I'll ever really have something else that will ever live up to it again. So, oh, One of our millions of followers just hitting me up, as everyone should, um, to come on to an episode. So, Ava. <clears throat> You're here today to talk about your business. I am here to talk about... Would you like to give a small introduction to what your business is for those of us who don't know? So I run a small business called Akana, A-K-O-N-N-A. Um, and the main thing I sell is apparel or like embroidered apparel mainly, um, as well as some other accessory items like patches and hats. Um but yeah, that's essentially my brand in a small little blurb. Future CEO here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Get ready. We'll all be working for her in 20 years. Um, another thing I just wanted to ask you is, would you like to introduce us to your mission as a brand? So the main thing I wanted to do with my, with my brand was create an apparel line that was just very basic with small embellishments so that everybody could wear it. And also I do donate... of my profits to the Vancouver General Hospital for something that's close to me. Um, So I really just wanted to create and create profits as well to donate to that cause. Wow. Did you hear that? She's a philanthropist too. (laughs) Okay. In your, what, three? Three years? This is, um, yeah, actually it'd be my third year. I did start from the summer of grade six to seven. This is also when I started um, coding. Um, when I coded my site for Akana.com. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, check out her stuff. It's like minimalist chic. You would see it on Pinterest. If I knew how to do that, I would put it on Pinterest, but I don't. So speaking of, you started coding, as you said, you coded your website. As someone who like didn't know anything about that whole like side of the business, is it a feeling of like accomplishment is it a feeling what did you feel when you like went off of like or an already established marketplace of instagram or like mm-hmm. an ebay store yeah. mm-hmm. to your own you know website to your own like domain i guess how did that feel so i primarily still sell on etsy which is um what i've been using for the past three years um but transitioning to my own site was definitely difficult and an interesting move on my part just mainly because I don't get a ton of traffic from like my own website or my own Instagram it's just all through Etsy but what I really wanted to do was create a landing site that was easy for anyone to search up and really focus on having good SEO just for brand awareness which I think is really important with small businesses when your primary audience is on a marketplace like Etsy that gets a lot of the views from Etsy ads and the offsite ads they do with Google. Etsy does a really awesome job of bringing you in the customers, but to generate your own traffic, generate your own brand awareness, I think that's when building your own site and your own 
Instagram, socials, whatever is really important as well. Wow. So, um, she does it all. Let's, <laughs> we've talked about the online side of it. Um, let's talk a little bit about your in-person sales. I know you did some marketplace stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. So this is also what I talked about a little bit in my TEDx talk, um, at a school, which we'll get to in a second. <laughs> um, but what I mainly did was the shipyards market, as well as, um, a couple of Christmas markets, which was really awesome. I think if you are a small business owners, going to a market is really important just to, again, build brand awareness, but also connect with your customers. I think it's a really awesome thing. And one of the best, one of my favorite things about having a small business is the connection that doesn't come when you have a large chain business. That's the main thing a lot of small business owners absolutely love is being able to really personally connect with your customer. Also, I just noticed you are wearing full-length pants and a hoodie and a t-shirt underneath. <laughs> yeah, and I'm cold? in like a skirt and a t-shirt. <laughs> How are you not boiling? Um, you know, like wearing wearing my own. <laughs> yeah, let's plug her content. It's so comfortable. She also wears it on a daily basis. <laughs> yes, I'm wearing full like leggings, like sh- like oversized shirt. Yeah, yeah. Fashion, fashion, <laughs> fashion. This is fashion. <laughs> Next up, because she really, she's multi-talented, multifaceted. You also did a TEDx talk last year at school, which as a friend, I've literally never been more proud. It was so well put together. She looked so good on stage. Um, I just remember there was application rounds in around June. And when I put in my application, at first I actually didn't get accepted. So what actually happened was they found somebody, they found a group of about six people, I believe, and I was on the wait list. So I definitely did not expect to be talking at all. Um, But then I got an email from one of the organizers saying, oh, one of the other people dropped out and we would love to have you as a speaker. So while everybody else had about two months to prepare their speeches, I had a little bit less than a month to really create something that I was proud of that was a much longer speech than I've really ever done before in like school competitions so I didn't I honestly didn't know where to start because I didn't know how to really make something interesting for everybody to listen to that was especially so long but what I found was that just talking about my passion and talking about entrepreneurship is a really popular topic for other students as well and they're honestly just so interested to hear what you're passionate about what you love doing and how you got there. Yeah, um, honestly, it w- you would not be able to tell like that you like had less time. If you're okay with that, I will put the link in like the description or whatever. Check it out. She looks so professional. You belong on stage. I you feel like, yeah, of course. Um, I feel like kind of the elephant in the room for anything nowadays is the effect of COVID on your business specifically and on small businesses in general. So how do you think you and the community of, you know, young entrepreneurs, people who own their own small businesses has been affected by something as huge as COVID? Personally, I actually did 20 times better. (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. Um, Wait, if that's correct math, I think. No, no, sorry. It's about 10 times better. But I think personally, I had it really lucky that I am a completely online store. Um, I think a lot of brick and mortar shops are really not doing well because of the extremely reduced foot traffic. But I think on the online side, um, I personally had a lot more customers within March to April. Um, In March, uh, 
my total sales was only about like 240 bucks. And then when in April, when I started working on it a lot more, and I found that I would sometimes be working on it during online school. Um, <laughs> Shh, <laughs> teachers are listening, Ava. Oh my god. She, she's a good student. I, yeah, there you go. Continue. Okay, I just realized I did so poor, like really poor math, because there's definitely not 10 times, but April, I jumped to $1,200 a month. The following month, I did 2000 and 2500 the following, and it keeps on increasing in that amount um, per month on a monthly basis. So what I found is that once I really put time in, because I realized a lot of my products that I had originally, I was not, I wasn't even proud of, I wouldn't personally wear. Um, but then once I really got to dig down, I actually started seeing what I would really want to wear and only putting out the best products and that's when my sales really increased i still have your like first og like rose hoodie somewhere that in that I'm not closet. Proud of. <laughs> first product ladies and gentlemen i am an og customer since day one i know i said i don't know her but continuity oh yeah we, nothing don't, yeah, on this we don't we don't know each other yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think you kind of touch base on that a little bit but um, a much bigger platform of like, what is it, through TikTok, you know, through Instagram, through all of these social media platforms of businesses going fully online or businesses starting out fully online. And I think that's a really interesting new, like a completely new model that a lot of new small businesses are going to be following. As someone who's done both, what do you think about this, you know, new transition to youth entrepreneurs specifically moving to fully online and starting this whole new wave of fully online businesses. I honestly think it's a really great idea to bring everything online just because of more safety wise. It's like you're not really losing anything if you're going online, but at the same time, in-person connections is really irreplaceable. Going, I think also going online, I personally think TikTok is a great place for small businesses because the amount of traffic you can get in a short amount of time Whereas Instagram, it's much more building a following over long periods of time. If you want to get a lot of traffic within short periods, then TikTok is the way to go. But I think, honestly, it's such a great tool um, for these small businesses and building more followings just around what your brand is and what your brand mission is. Yeah, I think it's specifically with TikTok because we've never seen a social media platform like it before where you could have no followers start out with like 10 15 of your friends who you know and then jump up to the hundreds that hundred thousands thousands whatever it may be by just like showing up on people's for you page and then boosting it it's phenomenal to me how like how many different ways that you can use this whether it's for your personal brand whether it's for your like brand brand it's a really weird tool i think because like you never know what could blow up yeah that's what i was thinking about as well it's like you can barely have any followers and the amount of views you can get just within like 10 minutes or so is crazy if especially because of how much small business videos are blowing up like yeah. if you show a process video yeah, it's gonna get videos. yeah oh. the packaging videos it's gonna get so many views no matter even if it's just 1000 you got a thousand new eyes that just saw your business and what your business is yeah um i think this whole like wave of new young entrepreneurs is something that kind of plays really well into your personal project, I think, of 
creating this group of young entrepreneurs so would you like to give the people the people by the people i mean the like four people that listen to this because let me tell you if instagram is about building a slow platform podcast you need to already have that platform because <laughs> yeah. like very true yeah so for my personal project i am creating a group of small uh business owners that are youth entrepreneurs so there's a bunch of different organizations out there for millionaires like who can make I don't know, like $13 million a year, which is like a crazy amount of uh, money. Uh, so I want to create a, a group of people or community that will all be able to support each other, learn about each other's experiences, become inspired by one another. And that's not something you can find often. I honestly don't know that many other youth entrepreneurs that I can really relate to on a daily basis. So I wanted to create something like that for everybody else in my position as well. I think, I mean, we talked about TikTok already, but I think TikTok is going to be a really, really cool, like, hiring tool for you. Because, I mean, are you planning on doing this in person or, like, online? I'm planning on doing this online just because of the fact I'm not sure there's going to be a lot of specifically Vancouverites. Um, so it's called The Next Exec Org. Um, so TNE. And I am planning on trying to find more people through TikTok once I get everything and the application forms completely finished. Wow, that's actually, that's gonna be so cool. I'm really looking forward to like seeing this like league of business people. Like, you know, in my brain, I'm seeing matching like blazer patches, you know, very like business casual, but make it modern. I've got some merch ideas already oh, in my mind, so. Of course you do. <laughs> she, she really is that business oriented woman. Do you have anything you would like to bring up? One thing that I um, I was kind of expected to being asked was, how did you start? Which is honestly Gosh, one of my least favorite questions, though. No, thank God you didn't ask it. <laughs> um, because I honestly don't know. I do not know how I started. And when I say that, like, oh, somebody else tells me, like, oh, why don't you just make up a story about, like, oh, I had this want to bring more people clothing, bring bring more people happiness or whatever. <laughs> but... That's honestly not why I started. Um, it was, yeah, like I said, grade six to seven. I just wanted, I always just loved selling things. And I don't know, I think it might have been a little part of me that liked either making the money or making or seeing someone else have that satisfaction of a new product that they enjoyed. So that was the main reason I did start. But I think a lot of people, other people, when they hear that question and they're listening to somebody else um, answer it, they're like, oh, yeah, I want to solve this huge problem of mine. Whereas you may not have a problem that you need to solve. It might just be you want to do it and you don't know where to start. But honestly, my advice is just start. Uh, You're never going to know when to start unless you actually just go full head in and start do researching, start looking at suppliers, uh, marketplaces, and that's honestly how you get in the routine of things. And just learning uh, from different people along the way is really how you're going to get the most experience out of it. Wow. She's a motivational speaker, too. This this entire episode is me just saying, like, she could do this, She's too. She's my, my biggest fan right here. <laughs> don't know her, though. <laughs> yeah, just no, met. no, no, we just met. Just So, met. yeah, don't confuse that either. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think a really interesting point you made is, like, It's kind of a tangent, but I think we are a very consumer-oriented generation. Whether that's a good thing, whether that's a bad thing, that depends on, you know, a lot of different circumstances. But 
being a business person, having a business and like having a target audience, having an audience for that is like easier than ever because we are the con consuming generation, whether that's consuming content, consuming like whatever it is, consuming goods, services, whatever, bringing in the econ terms. Um, we like having stuff, which clearly I'm a clutterer. If you could see this room, we might be moving to video soon, which I don't know how I'm going to work that out. I can barely edit the audio. Um, you will see my bedroom slash studio. So professional is like full of stuff that do I necessarily need? Maybe not, but like I want it, you know? Having an audience Same is thing. easier than ever. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> let's, let's, you know what? I We have a little bit of time. I would just like to give the people an introduction to Ava. We've talked about you as a businesswoman. We've talked about your business. Let's let the people know. I mean, listen, realistically, the people listening to this are like all of our friends. <laughs> True. But, but we don't know each other. So we like our friends are yeah. so different. Okay, yeah, we don't know each other. Our, yeah. Yeah, so. like... I really, you know, I had to Google what Akona was like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Three years ago, I bought a hoodie and now I'm hooked. <laughs> um, so yeah, give us a little, I, I say this, I've literally said this after every question. Give us a little intro to who you are as a person, Ava. Um, so I'm really into sports and uh, Hopefully. I'm... <laughs> I mainly play volleyball and I play a couple other sports as well, like badminton and and just track but the something that I also really enjoy is um, playing instruments and music I think music really helps me just whenever I ever feel stressed or anything it's a great outlet and I'm also into like I'm something that I've been focusing on doing a lot more is something that I wish I started doing earlier was making more time for friends I think I spent so much time being consumed by school or being stressed by, I don't know, my piano exam, really when school does, <laughs> thinking back about it, school really did not matter during that time. Ava, this is a, this is a Mulgrave School podcast. <laughs> we are an IB school. Let's remember the principles okay. of IB. But now I'm realizing as school gets more difficult, I could have spent so much more time building better friendships, better bonds with other people that I think is really the source of my happiness. I think being around other people, I never get drained from people personally. And I I just love human interaction, which is one of my favorite parts of my business as well. So yeah, this is a little, I don't know if that went on a tangent, Listen, but- no, here's the thing. <laughs> We're gonna get down to the really important questions. What's your zodiac? I am a Leo. Wow. See, this is why we mesh so well. Having known each other for exactly four hours, yes, this four hours. this this relationship, this back and forth, it works. I'm an Aries, so like, I mean, you can tell. I, you've heard my voice for like twenty minutes total, but you can tell. I, I feel like you can tell. I don't know. What's your favorite color? That's kindergarten questions. Um, my favorite color, I think it's pink like dusty i'm really into dusty pink oh a, a nice dusty rose yeah dusty very, rose. very nice um you know i read this i read this tweet today about like how your favorite color gives off so much more about your personality than you know so like red is like anger yellow is just the description for yellow was just no i don't know i don't know <laughs> i don't think i've ever met somebody with a favorite color yellow yeah neither do i no i hope i don't I, oh, oh, oh. all you yellow Sorry favorites you, <laughs> Sorry. you are yellow, no longer yellow can be nice 
If it's like, <laughs> if it's like pastel or like a mustard yellow, I feel like you yeah, could pull some, off a yeah, mustard sometimes, yellow. Yeah, sometimes mustard yellow is good as well. Yeah. Oh, something that I wanted to mention as well is, um, I'm not sure if I'm an introvert or extrovert, oh. but sometimes I think I'm both, which kind of plays into my whole life. As you can, like. Some parts of me, like the sports part of me, is like really extroverted. I'm pretty competitive when I can get in certain sports and certain things. And I don't get tired of people once again. But sometimes I can be a little bit shy, which kind of set me back in a lot of things, um, especially within business, I think, was not being confident enough, being too shy to ask that person for something that would really help you or... Or just kind of making, initiating the conversation that would really advance your position in business or whatever. Like, just kind of building connection. I think sometimes I struggle with new people especially. Especially when I'm in the habit of comfort. Which is another thing about me that I really try to stay out of. Is always be ambitious and always make sure you have a goal in mind. An end goal. And that's some. That's one of the things. The people I try to avoid is people without ambition. Who people who are really unmotivated to a point where they are just at school to pass or in practice to get it over with. They don't have an end game. Exactly. They yeah. don't have an end game. Avengers reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess as kind of I'm I'm kind of the same introvert in a lot of things. But I think extrovert. you're extroverted oh, for sure. You. you don't see the introvert. It's okay. It's okay. Um. I think a really important thing is, like, growth in general. I mean, I know I've been working on, like, the reason you see me as extroverted is because I've been working, like, a lot on, like, trying to, I don't know, not eliminate introvertedness, because introvertedness is amazing and I love it. Like, spending time alone, you'll never catch me being bored alone. But through your business, and I guess because of your business, is there anything that you've been doing to, I guess be less shy, be a little bit more, like, ambitious and, well, not ambitious, I know you're ambitious, but outgoing and, like, what's the word? I'm doing hand motions, <laughs> but you can't see. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get what you mean. Um, I think with my business, what really helped me gain more confidence was just hearing feedback from people was honestly the best part of my day, and I, it still continues to be the best part of my day when I hear somebody is like oh I can't believe you're in high school and I really enjoy the product I think just getting that positive affirmation is awesome but also just connecting with them after saying having a genuine conversation about what it's like to start and everything about that really just helped me gain confidence from the ground up I think I've always been a bit shy but starting conversation hasn't really been a problem for me personally um, just because I have so many interests and the other person has so many interests. So it's easy to continue, continually bounce off ideas, bounce off topics, which is really awesome. Even though I just met you over the past, like, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to keep this thing going okay. until the end of this episode. I just met her. Over the past couple of years, I think, honestly, as someone who's like, I consider myself pretty close to you. As someone, no, you're not. We just no. met. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> cool. Thanks so much. Um, yes. Yes, we're a close friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just seeing you, like, I don't know, come into yourself and, like, grow into yourself, whether that's through the business, whether that's, you know, you just, like, 
blossoming not to be like a mother here but I mean that's kind of my role in a lot of our friendships um but yeah it's been like a real a real joy in my 45 year old vernacular (laughs) to see you blossom through your business and otherwise yeah thank you so much you actually have been a really good supporter so thank you so much um also I don't think you're the mom in our friendship yeah I'm definitely not the mom in this friendship I am am 100% the child in this friendship (laughs) Now I'm just thinking back to all the times you've, she stopped me from making very impulsive decisions. Like, very impulsive decisions. Oh my god. Okay, um, yeah, is there, I don't know, what else you want to talk about? Um, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> Clearly, we're very good at this. Oh. We could... I swear to God, if like if so, if we just turned like all of these episodes into me just having conversations with everybody, we could talk for like hours. Oh yeah, for sure. But, like, yeah. I I'm scared to bring in like social stuff with it because like we could talk, we could have a very entertaining episode of just talking about like social stuff. But c'est la vie. That's the that's the issue with doing a podcast for school. I am afraid to talk about like seventy five percent of my life. Yeah, yeah. But we're professional. We have another aspect to us: ambition. I'm afraid she'll like when you were talking about the whole like they don't have ambition thing. I was like, oh my god, do I not have ambition? No, 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 you have ambition. Look what you're doing right now. But like, honestly, there's just a lot of people I know that can not. Saying they can do so much better is... <laughs> yeah. You see so That's, much more potential in them. Exactly. I see a lot of potential. And it's not that they're wasting it. It's just that they're not realizing it. And I think what you can do is help other people realize their ambition and their their real potential that they have to do literally anything they want right now in this position. Because with COVID, there's a lot more time to do what you really want to do and focus on what you really love I think I've noticed that in a lot of people that they've cut out a lot of the negative things in their life or just the things that they realize they're really not passionate about so I I think I should also start uh calling out the potential of some (laughs) of some people because honestly everybody has an everybody has opportunities to be their best but it's just on you to realize that yourself. Yeah. I think with COVID and I guess with this platform specifically, because this is literally just me bringing in people that I know, like, whether it's you who have done something spectacular, or people who, like, have advised me in trying to do something cool. And, like, to me, like, this, this whole thing was just motivation for me to do stuff. Like, with all of this time that you were talking about, like... I know personally, I was like, okay, you have like six to eight months of literally the f- the most free time you will ever have. Knowing our schedules, we are packed constantly. Getting her here took so much. Like, <laughs> no, it wasn't too, it wasn't okay. too bad. We started at like three thirty. That was like our yes. original meeting time. Yes. Um, I think we're both. We're both very ambitious people, so. I think we pack in a lot of things thinking it's gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Over scheduling ourselves, I think since the beginning of this friendship, we've we've both just been like, hey, do you think you can like hang out on Saturday? Me getting grounded at the last minute all the time. 
Oh. Lakes at 102. <laughs> so sorry. We were meeting at 1 o'clock. <laughs> it's fine because there's another person there oh. at least. Imagine if it was just I us know. two. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, like, I think, yeah, you were talking about, like, making time for having fun has been this, like, weird phenomenon in my life, and I'm pretty sure in your life as well, of just, like, when you want to do so many things and there's only 24 hours in a day and we spend, like, the Mulgrave tagline is eight of them sleeping, you feel like your time is, like, worthy of specific things. Like, look, if I have three hours free, do I want to spend them working towards something or do I want to, like, hang out with friends? And I think that's, like, a change in mentality that we've all kind of had to make because everything was canceled. You had eight hours in a day where, like, on a regular day, you would have had two to, like, do stuff. And reprioritizing things, in my brain at least, has been, like, healthy mentally <laughs> to put it very gently i i kind of realized that there's if you can find it there's honestly time for everything that you want to do and i know that sounds crazy but there really is once you can i don't know like really prioritize the things that you want to continue doing but also something that i realized was sometimes not doing something is gonna feel worse oh no sorry feel other better. way around yeah doing something over not doing something is can honestly make the difference because there was a lot of times where in club volleyball um, I did not feel my best and I honestly wanted to like quit at that moment but then what I realized throughout the quarantine um, we didn't get to play it was such a different feeling than and I really that I really took for granted because I honestly loved being a part of my team and especially this year was really great um, compared to the previous years, which was a little bit tougher. I took all of every single feeling that I get during volleyball really for granted, like the little things, getting a kill in practice, um, having a team dinner is something that I honestly really miss and that I can't really be replicated. So um, I was thinking about um, even quitting this year, but I don't think I will because of how much I realized throughout quarantine, how much I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think, I mean, this is a very general statement, but I think COVID has made everyone so grateful for, like, the really, really, like, little details that you wouldn't notice. I know for me, for my sport, you know, sport, knee injury, I talk about this a lot. You'll definitely hear me tell the story of, the painful story of me quitting basically everything I do, but, you know, we're not, we're not going to get into it now. I don't think we have enough time for that, <laughs> but... Like, for tennis, everything was open. That wasn't, like, I never felt what you felt about, like, missing, like, playing, even just, like, recreationally, not even in, like, a competitive setting. I would just, like, Hollyburn is, like, a 10-minute walk from my house. I would just, like, get up after school and I would be like, okay, Vian, let's go play. Vian is my sister. She might come in on an episode. I don't know. Depends on our relationship at the time. <laughs> Knowing siblings. Listen, it's a four-year age difference. I'm at the age where she is incredibly annoying, but annoyingly wise. Like, she knows True. just enough. Wait, four years. Four years. She's, well, three and a half. I call it four years. Okay, because my older sister is, I have three older siblings, and one of them is four years older than me, and I feel like I am much wiser than her. So mm -hmm. that is very true. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> She's a younger Not really, though. Older in certain things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just, I never felt like I was missing, like, that aspect of my life, but definitely with other things. Like, 
we were so lucky for Model UN. We left. We uh, we came back March fifth. They closed. They literally shut down all the airports in New York like the week after, and that was such a weird moment for me because we didn't think of it as such a big deal. Like at the time, we were like, okay, whatever. Yeah, it's like COVID. Like what even is that? Like it's not that big a deal. But we came back. Everything shut down. The world went on a, I mean, colossal downward spiral. <laughs> yes. Um, and I was just like so grateful for that experience specifically because it was an international conference. It was like kind of the biggest thing I had done at least with Model UN, and it was like getting to experience that. And if you know me, I am obsessed with New York, like every other theater kid before me and every other theater kid after me. But like New York is like my dream city. Getting to go, it was my first time going. Like the following months, I would think back to that experience like once or twice a week, and I would be like, I literally can't believe we did that. So that's my piece. Exactly. I think we were we were just talking about this in school today. Actually, it's like hedonia versus um, I don't know if I'm saying that right, so maybe cut that out. <laughs> but it's short term versus long term happiness, and what you can get that from. Short term is kind of more object, more materialized, whereas long term it's all experiences or doing something for someone else. And also something that I realized is you got to start saying yes more. For sure. Yeah, yeah, because there's so many instances where I could have said yes to this awesome event, but I said no. And I realized much later that I should have been saying yes to more things and being a part of like more clubs or clubs, whatever you want to do, honestly. Hedonia versus eudaimonia. Yes, that is it. Yeah. Also, um, big fan, big believer, yes theory. You know, yeah, I have like all of their stickers on my computer. <laughs> I mean, that's a really mundane way of saying like I like their stuff, but like I joined even just like knowing me, I am in something new every lunch, whether it's at school, whether it's outside of school, whatever it is, like I will be, I, I've literally throughout my like two, three years of like being, or actually, oh my God, four years of being at Mulgrave, wild. Um, I, I don't think I've ever had a year where I've had all five days free or like barely like three days free. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Same. yeah. Like just saying yes to things has been such a weird thing because like you feel like you're doing too much, but at the same time, you're getting so much gratification from doing all the new things. Exactly. I think just honestly, like absorbing new information. I love learning about something I'm interested in. Like, isn't it cool? Like, this can apply to so many different things, music, sports, school. Just learning something that you're passionate about is so much more satisfying than, I don't know, doing something at home, just watching TV or um, being, or wasting time doing another course that you actually don't really like. Yeah. You know what? I think that plays into this other segue I have of Mulgrave, which listen this this podcast is very professional when we go off the record the real conversations start coming out i already have mental notes about stuff i want to keep talking to you about after this is over for sure i mentioned one right before we started oh my god yeah literally right before it's been 40 minutes and i've stuck hands in the back of my mind i'm ready the mental list is prepared i should start writing these down because i'm gonna forget but i think Something, like, literally, we were in Character Ed today, and Mr. Ray was like, talk about your experience coming into grade 10. I had so much more to talk about than I thought I would. 
Like, whether it's freedom with courses, whether it's using my personals or, like, my spares or whatever to take other courses that I'm really interested in on Coursera, edX, sponsorships, I'm open. But, um, yeah, like, there's so much more personalization. I don't know if that's a word. If it, it probably is. I don't know. Who knows? Personalizing your, like, course list to what you want to study. I think that in, in and of itself is, like, such a good thing because I have really specific but also really broad interests and if I'm not really engaged in the class I know what like also I'll tap out so I don't know what have you done for the year what have you chosen for the year as your courses um for mark for for my courses um I'm in yell which is not a big surprise it's the youth entrepreneur launch uh launch pad le- it's the youth entrepreneurial leadership launch pad wow. um which is after school and it's a course that I'm already in love with um, first of all, my teacher is great. and Shout him out. Shout him out. Mr. Mac, you're awesome. Yes. What I really enjoy about that class is that it's so authentic and raw, and there's no fluff or fakeness about it, which I think comes along in a couple of other classes where you're just trying to fluff up your essay. Mm-hmm. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Save- yeah. Um, to make it sound like you know what you're talking about, but you really don't. And this class cuts away all of that, which is why I just, I seriously love the course so much, and I hope I might take it, um, and I think it's going to be an awesome class throughout the year. Wow, I mean, specifically with your personal project too, that links in really well of like, because you already have people that you know are interested, right? And then you'll like, build off of that already because that's not just happening at our school that's happening in like a bunch of other schools so you have that like audience already there I feel literally the same way in all I mean we're not gonna specify never mind I feel that way in all of my classes (laughs) um (laughs) I definitely adore and enjoy every single one of my classes um honestly though like I mean is that an exaggeration? Like, maybe, you'll never know. But genuinely, I've really enjoyed all of these courses. I got all of the, like, teachers and professors that I was, like, mm-hmm. really looking forward yeah. to, like, learning from. It's so sad we have no classes together. Yeah, we don't have... We, oh, except for English. Oh, and true. you sent a video of me in English class. But isn't oh, that, like, not God. allowed? What? No, I... You okay. can't take videos of... <laughs> okay, you know what? I didn't save it. It was on Snap. And it's... If they're giving me the video it was on the google me i was i didn't like <laughs> download spyware into the like camera that's already there You're my FBI yeah agent. i am your fbi agent see we do know each other <laughs> i know more about you than you'll ever know um but yeah for this year um something that i really enjoyed is the people in my classes um, I think there's just such a wide variety of She's those low people. She's low-key shading me because I'm not an editor <laughs> of classes. True, it's exactly it's my point. Um, <laughs> I've gotten a lot closer to more people in my grade, whereas last year we're kind of boxed into just this one class. And this year where it's different classes throughout the whole week, I've gone to talk and make connections with a lot more people that I've always been wanting to. And additionally, my teachers are really good, which always helps. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, you know what, as a little segue to that, are you doing anything that you would like to update the people on? Give us give us specifics. I know, I know all the things you're doing. I am your FBI agent after <laughs> all. But um, 
upcoming projects as we're coming to a close this is the little segment of did you watch um uh, hot ones no okay well um uncultured anyways (laughs) anyways okay anyways okay (laughs) no at at the end of that show beautiful interview sean evans does a little thing he like rolls out the red carpet for you know completing a much more difficult task than sitting and talking to me for like 45 minutes which I know it's a hard task. I'm sorry, but um, plug your stuff. Now is the time. So you down. can see it at akana.com. Um, is or it Akona or Akana? It's A K O N N A. Um, you can just search. You can just search that, and it should be the first one that comes up. Oh, thank Ugh. you, thank you, SEO. You know. Yes. Um, and um, shop Akana is the Instagram, and then for the next exec, it's on Instagram, the next exec org, um, and then on the website, which will be done shortly, I'm just c- currently coding it right now, it's the next exec.org. Thank you so much for joining me, really enjoyed talking to you, and I think the most formal and lengthy conversation we've had at this, like, level of formality. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> but still not really. <laughs> still not really, it's still fun. not really. This is a casual conversation, that's like our tagline, we're, we're chill that's a lie i'm kidding no it's not i don't know who knows yeah, we'll see we we'll still see. don't know each other we'll see. yeah thank you so much for coming on thank you for having um, me all of her links will be in the description box below because she's a youtuber now I'm kidding maybe <laughs> not honestly who knows used to be that those oh, days oh oh my god yes oh, i remember so watching those videos so <laughs> But yeah, if I can find a way to link your stuff, I will. If not, all of the names will be in the description and definitely check her out. Her stuff is awesome. I definitely need to make a new purchase because that rose hoodie, we got to get the new collection. Oh yeah, no, not, not proud of that. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. I love it. It's it's nostalgic of a time before. Nostalgic. It's an, oh, now it's a vintage collector's item. So oh, oh. They're not being made Limited anymore. edition. It's a limited edition. Very nice. Thank you so much. Anything you would like to say to the people as your final? Um, just kind of as a send-off. Um, if you ever want to start a business, make sure to find those people who will support you along the way and people who honestly you're not afraid to be with and honestly I would say like brag to. Like some people have superiority complexes and You'll never want to share, be able to share your success or your pride with those people. And you'll never be able to share your pride with those people. So just finding the right support, I think, is one of the most important things. And you got this. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Nameless Youth Podcast with your host and creator, Vanda Vaziri, and our very special guest for the week, Ava Lee. Don't hesitate to email me for any future topic ideas at n-a-m-e-l-e-s-s-y-o-u-t-h-t-h-e-p-o-d at gmail.com, namelessyouth at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at namelessyouththepod. And don't forget to tune in next week for a very special episode on love. <laughs>